Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Hi, it's me, Steve Pasakonis again, the professional announcer for the Planet Mikey Podcast, episode number 84. In this episode, we will trip out on the psychedelic mushrooms and LSD acid while we smoke hashish and snort mescaline. With Mikey Adams, joined by former hippie freak turned God bless America defender of liberty, Bill Sunshine Smith. And the always understated paragon of Gen X self-righteousness and virtuosity, Ben Kitchen, who also spends his time in the kitchen when his girlfriend is slow making his sloppy joes. And now, here, live in studio, after taking his meds and polishing his porpoise, to introduce our special guest on the podcast, weighing in at 193 pounds of solid cellulite, Mikey Adams. Hey! Wow, that does. Uh, how much are you paying, I'm Steve? I'm so glad he's not union, so I can fire his ass as soon as possible. He Mrs. Pasacondas must be so proud. Tonight we have a special podcast because we can and because he will. Our favorite left-hander, my very good friend, and my best man in my final wedding. <laughs> Back in 2003, Spaceman Bill Lee, Red Sox Hall of Famer. Hi, Spaceman. What's up? What's up? Uh, best man. Yeah, that was the only one that ever took. <laughs> All the other weddings you were best man at, they failed? I was 0 for 7, and uh, I looked over at that fishnet thing and uh, saw the tattoo of the spider up the thing, and my wife goes 0 for 7, and uh, she's the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> she does have a spider tattoo, my wife, uh, Christine, and uh, she's delightful. i got to tell you, Spaceman, that, you were good luck for that wedding because she's, we haven't even had an argument. I know. She's the best. I'm telling you, you're the best couple I have seen in a long time. And, uh, you know, and me and Diana, we're, we're all kind of the same. We just kind of, we get along and, uh, you know, we've, I mean, Diana and I have had arguments. That's because I am me and uh, I can <laughs> definitely, I mean, how many managers ever like me? Well, the great news about Diana, first of all, is she, I love her to death and you know that. But the yeah. good thing is that you know, as it gets later and later on some of the various events you two attend, she can always outdrink you. Yes, well, that that's come to a sub- abrupt end. Her, she turned sixty on uh, July fourth, and July fifth, we never got out of bed. So, I mean, I got out <laughs> first, so I won that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, our best to her because she is Princess Di. Yeah, she is Princess. She's a Canadian, you know, and uh, yeah. We're up there. Uh, they won't let us go to Canada. They won't let Quebecers go to the Maritimes. They won't let people from Walpole anywhere. <laughs> well, and you can't, can you blame them? You know, we've all met Walpole. Well, it's a, it's a wicked, it's a wicked <laughs> hard thing, you Bostonians down there. You've got a bad rap, but you earned it, I think. Uh, banned in Boston. Everything used to be banned in Boston, you know, and uh, the damn people only had fun down there were the Irish. <laughs> well, they, see, they know how to party. That's what it is. You well, know, they, they, they all married Italians, and that's why uh, they, they, they did. So oh. they could go to the same church. Um, yeah. The uh, Washington Redskins are changing their name. How? Where did you land on the uh, the political incorrectness of uh, having Redskins as a name or Cleveland Indians for that matter? And what? How do you feel about now? What's going on in the changes that are occurring? 
ridiculous. I mean, they just had a they had to make all statues out of plaster of Paris and let it rain, and then they'll all wash down again. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> I've got to change my name. They pulled down Robert E. Lee yesterday, too. You know, <laughs> and Andrew Jackson. He killed a whole bunch of slaves and everything, and he killed a whole bunch of guys. I named my son after Andrew Jackson, so I got to change his name to. Uh, Gertrude. Is it right, though? <laughs> Gertrude, yeah, no, Gertrude. No, it's not right. It's, this is a wrong response to our nation and our history. You learn by it, you have an asterisk by it, yep. you explain where they were wrong and everything else, and then you explain that they're dead. <laughs> For hundreds of years. <laughs> and have been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You go, this, they're dead. Yes. They're not going to hurt you. <laughs> the boogeyman's not going to come out, he's not going to come down up his horse, like Teddy Roosevelt in Night of the Museum, right. and lead people around. Right. You know, we our country is a wicked bunch of, I'm telling you, Pussies. we couldn't fight our way out of a paper bag. Our only great year was 1945, after we all came home from the war. 46, I was born, and it went downhill from there. We lost in Korea, we lost in Vietnam, we lost in Iraq, we lost in Afghanistan. Yeah. We have lost every damn war since. Right. <laughs> you know, the Christopher Columbus statue is falling everywhere you look. And I'm thinking to myself, well, the guy died 500 years ago. He probably doesn't even remember any of that shit that he did. Oh, he was bad. He was a bad man. And all those guys. I mean, you, you got... Uh, you got Takamata, the the guy that uh, he did the Inquisition. You know, he killed more people. You've got uh, uh, what was the guy we had the, the the Secretary of State under Nixon? That guy who was sat had the little short legs. His wife had long legs. Sixth, seventh game of the world's Kissinger. Oh, Henry so Kissinger. <laughs> that guy killed more people in East Timor. That guy was a slug nut too. If you read Gore Vidal's history. The 75 uh, State of the Union and the 80 State of the Union in the USS essays of Gore Vidal, go out and get it. You will not believe how prescient he was and how exactly where we are today. We are a one-party system. We are the party of the property, and don't you get away from that. That's a, it's, it, there's a lot going on in this country, though. I, I mean, it's this COVID thing. Spaceman has just really... It's kind of hey, like they gave six billion dollars to one company to make a damn thing. You think Trump didn't have investment in that? It's all about the banks. And guess who backed it? The U.S. military. You know, the Department of Energy is a branch of the U.S. military. We have been a military nation ever since Eisenhower said it. He said, "Beware of the military-industrial complex." Yes, he said it right after he made the interstate highways so we could run all. Uh, Oh, I'm telling you. And they pass get, it. You've got me started. They, and, pa uh, <laughs> they, know, they pass it we'll from party to, to party to party. Eventually, and, yeah. you know, baseball's a mess, too, I'm telling you. Yeah, so baseball. Let's just for a second, because I'm I'm so skeptical about what's going on. Uh, you know, David Price opts out. They say, oh, it's 12, bil 12 million. He says, I don't care. What would you say today? It's a spilled drink for him? That is, that's spilling a drink. You know, I mean, <laughs> the guy has got more money in the bank. His wife drives him around in a Hummer. He's got a 50 caliber machine gun up top. The guy's scared. You know, he's always been afraid. He had one great last month where he got his change up over and gave us a world championship, and we have to give him credit for that. Well, yeah, I guess, but I mean, when you're getting one, paid... He had one week one great week yes. in America. Yeah, I mean, I, I has, I'm hesitant to give him credit for that based on what he have a three and nine record in the postseason going into that or something like that. No, but he did that. I'm telling you, he was brilliant right there. That one moment of history, yeah. 
And uh, we win. That was our last win was in thirteen, right? No, eighteen. Twenty eighteen, yeah. That was a twenty eighteen yeah, with David. But you know the thing, with, thing too with him is that here's what bothers me the most, and you know this because I'm somewhat of a traditionalist when it comes to baseball. Uh, David Price, in his you know two hundred million dollar career, has made uh, so much money, and he's he has four complete games. I I know he sucks. He he throws across his body. He's a wuss. You know, his, his, his testicles are in his wife's purse. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he doesn't hand him over at the toll booth. I'm uh, telling you, he told me, yeah, it's the toll booth. Thank God we got rid of toll booths or his nuts would be in the Callahan <laughs> Tunnel. But how, how, how are they going to play 60 games and have it meaningful? No fans. No, it's not. It's no, not meaningful. <laughs> but no fans in the seats at all. You know, when the, when the broadcast comes out, you're going to hear the ball not only hitting the mitt and the umpire saying, strike two, you're going to hear these guys swearing, spitting, coughing up go- goobers. You know, I mean, it's it's going to be Terrible. weird. Price is actually a genius. I hate to tell you this, but because he went to spring training, you get shape once. If you come back and have to do it again, it's like adding, you're getting two years out of your arm where you only use one. So he's basically saving his arm later in his career, and I believe everybody should shut it down, go to, go to uh, St. Martin's, go to the Orient Beach, a nude beach, and take off all their clothes and just jump in and have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, you know how you can tell a blind guy at a nudist colony? No. It's not hard. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. I know, I know. Yeah, you're a little late on the rim shot there, wow, Smitty. The drummer was no, asleep. No, no, no. I'll tell you, no, it's... I'm telling you, it's, it's stupid. I mean, that guy, the, the jerk down in Brazil, he just tested positive, and now he's taking that hydrochloroquine or whatever it is that Trump recommended. Yeah. You know, and the, thank God the guy's an athlete and he's in good shape. He'll probably make it through it. But, you know, you've had the Johnson in Great Britain. He came down with it. Now all you got to do is get Donald Trump to come down with it, and then we'll <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, okay. but there's a lot of people who wish that would actually happen in this country, which is very, very, very – you don't wish harm on some poor 77-year-old. No, you don't. Guy. And he's stupid and everything else, but he's right about Mount Rushmore. He's right about statues. Right. He's right about – you know, I mean, we got a guy up here in Crashbury rides around with a Confederate flag on his thing, and he's got a U.S. flag in his truck. In Crashbury, Vermont. Which side he's on. In Crashbury, Vermont, they have a, a Confederate flag, and no one's picketing his house? No, hell no, no. <laughs> we got it's, – it's funny. You know, we got Black Lives Matter at every high school tattooed on the lawn, and we got – Redneck skid marks over the top of it, you know, with four black lines. <laughs> black lines matter. <laughs> hey, you know, I do these things now once in a while. I, I check and see if Wikipedia has the story right on people that when we have a guest, I, I verify everything that, that Wikipedia writes about them. So you tell me if I, if I say anything wrong here, okay? Right. I, I know some of this to be true. Uh, Bill Lee, born in Burbank, California. Yes. Uh, his grandfather, William Lee, was an infielder for the Hollywood stars of the PCL. Wrong. I don't think he made it to the PCL, but he was he was definitely a stud ball player, and he taught Bobby Doerr how to play second base. So That's... he was he was like Mazeroski, no touch. Uh, his aunt Annabelle Lee was a pitcher in the All American Girls Professional Baseball League, league of their own. Yes. Yeah. And according I went to and saw her shoes in Cooperstown uh, last Monday. <laughs> you I mean you went and saw Annabelle aunt. <laughs> Annabelle's I got a shoes? picture of me under Annabelle's shoes. They opened the thing for me, and I got the whole museum. I met the new president who used to be uh, president of the California Angels, and yeah. uh, I got in really good, and then I, uh, oh, we had a great time in Cooperstown. Well, and I'm going to buy a bar there and call it the Almost Hall of Fame. Uh, the Almost, yeah. You should call it the Elliott Lounge, too. 
Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that we have be... Tommy Leonard's. We'll have a we'll have an effigy, or we'll make it. We could probably make him into a, a robotic bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if you, what kind of budget you got. Um, Annabelle yeah. Lee, uh, by the way, and I, I walked 19 acres of land in Vermont with Annabelle, my dog, Timothy, my wife, Christine, your wife, Diana, you and Annabelle uh, leading the way at age, what was she, 88? Yeah, Archcrabble Mountain up there in Sutton. Yeah. Yeah, I had some land up there. We walked the whole thing, and she was leading the way, man. This woman was a tough nut, great woman. Um, let's see. Uh, Bill played uh, played on the 1968 College World Series, drafted by the Red, uh, Red Sox 22nd round. Won the won, College World Series, won, yeah. Yeah, you won the, the World College World Series, so that's all I accurate. Won, I won four games in five days. I was voted pitcher of the, of the tournament, you know, All-American. And I get drafted in the 22nd round by the Red Sox? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Somebody wasn't paying attention. Um, I'm telling you. You know who scouted me? Mickey McDermott. Yeah, the big the big nutball uh, crazy man? Yeah, and then 10 years later, he's in an old-timers game. At, I'm pitching at USC, and he hits a home run off me. <laughs> the and guy I, could rake, man. What a hitter for a pitcher. So Lenny Megliola, who's a great guy, a good friend of mine, has been, used to come on my show all the time. Uh, I found it. He sent me an article. Uh, dated Friday, December 8th, 1978. And it said, last bow for the spaceman. And there's a picture of you, like, stretching on the mound or something. You look like you're taking a bow, but you're not. Uh, and it was the day after, December 7th, the day after you got traded to the Montreal Expos. Yeah. And they have a whole bunch of different quotes in here. But my favorite, one of my favorite uh, lines from Lenny Meggs was, Lee was always the revolutionary, trying to rise above the bonds of the feudal class. Bill Lee was never any good at playing vassal to anyone's lordship. What's your comment on that line? Gorgeous. No, it's exactly right. I'm a Eugene Debs. I'm a socialist. I believe everybody should drive a Mercedes. You know, I believe that we should all have the best. We should all make, you know, enough money that uh, we never have to be uh, miss rent or do anything with the banks. I think we should have total employment. Uh, we should legalize all drugs, all drugs, because the police spend 80% of their time investigating who you're sleeping with and what you're smoking, and that's wrong. And they're in cahoots with, with uh, the banks and with uh, the Chamber of Commerce and everything else. You know, and uh, we should do away with, uh, you know, I mean, the draft. We should reduce our military um, a lot. We should reduce the debt. You know, we'd be a happier, happier, gentler nation. The Chinese don't want to attack us. The commies, you know, they, they, they're done for. You know, and now we got this religious warfare, but we had that in the 1500s. It was called the Crusades. <laughs> yeah, and who remembers that? <laughs> who, who remembers that? I'll tell you, I'll tell you a guy named uh, Saladin. He was a great guy. He rose up there and, you know, and there's always going to be if your religion's better, if, if you agree that everybody religion's bad, then, uh, you know, nothing's going to get along, and I feel bad about that. Yeah. Uh, did you um, – this, this is a frightening I, – I have, I have a, by the way, a quiz for you coming up, a seven-question quiz. Oh, it's boy. my bet that you're going to get all the answers uh, to, to this correct. Uh, but I want to continue just with the Wikipedia, Wikipedia verification here. Okay. Okay, Stan Pappy, we all know that he, that poor guy, I mean, he, he didn't stand a chance in a Red Sox uniform getting traded for you. He had more you. home runs than him. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. By the way, on the trade, yeah, I had a higher batting average lifetime in with him and the Red Sox and me with the Expos, and he never won a ball game. It's 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 sad, really, for him because he was he lost already. It's like being the next guy in after you know a popular player gets traded. Well, there was a great quote from the article you uh, you got from Lenny. It yeah. says, "Being traded for Stan Poppy does." Lee considered that the equivalent of being found dead at the bottom of the Charles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, you would find me dead at the bottom of the Charles, and there would be 14 knife wounds in my back, and it would be called, and the, uh, the coroner would say they were self-inflicted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I said so, that a long time ago, and that's, that's, that's exactly it. what it's like. You know, 50% of the I would say it's 60-40 like me. I, I, and I mean, there's nobody riding the fence. You either hate me or you love me, and there ain't anybody that's, right. that's kind of in between that, there. That's true. That's very, very true. And that's, that's like, you know, the Yankees. You know, um, your quote here, it says that you, you did your bidding of farewell to Boston by saying, quote, so I'm to see if this is right. Who wants to be with the team that will go down in history alongside the 64 Phillies and the 67 Arabs? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, then the high times thing. We all know about that. You want to cover high times because you admitted to using marijuana first. That was a yeah. pioneer move for you. Uh, you but you, let's see. You uh, you had a Rodney. Mikey, sc- I got 20 plants growing up here, and they're going to be survivors. I'm pretty sure they're going to make it. You know, and <laughs> if they're THC low, the hemp plants, you smoke them, and you go right to bed. I'm telling you, <laughs> it a- is awesome it works uh, it works it's a great relaxer and i'm telling you if they had legalized that a long time ago there would be no opiate opioid addiction in the united states that's right and uh, it's amazing and a shot of heroin would only be about 50 cents because it's a cheap ass <laughs> drug now there's people out there that were hoping that for you to be elected president uh, as you've, you've run well for they should have they tell you we'd be a much me bill bradley there's tons of guys uh <laughs> Uh, what was his name long time ago? He ran against uh, Eisenhower, Adley Stevenson. He was too yeah. bright, too, and no one could handle him. <laughs> He's too bright. He's too too bright to be president. All right, yeah, and the that's fi- right. you got to have a dumb guy, and the, I do, we're doing a good job lately. The, fi- <laughs> the final uh, a quote from the Wikipedia segment on you says, did he mind being, when you, after you were blackballed by the uh, Expos, by the way, you led the team in ERA and batting average in your final year, and they still dumped you. Uh, I know, amazing. Did he mind being out of baseball for good? Billy says, oh, I'll never be out of baseball for good. It's my life. Yeah, I know. You cut my head open. My aunt said only mm. baseballs would roll out. <laughs> <laughs> baseballs rolling out of Spaceman's fingers. So uh, everybody's good up there in uh, Vermont, right? Yeah, I'm, I had. Uh, we drove home from the lake. We went swimming, and there was a damn beautiful brass uh, wood burning pizza hut on the side of the road. We stopped. We got a big pizza and a beer. Drove home and did the show with you. Oh, I thought someone set it on fire. You wood no, burning no, pizza. No, it's amazing. Hut. We got we got food carts all over the place. We've got no COVID that I know of. I haven't seen anybody up here sick, and uh, I think. You know, uh, north of the Stoddard Farm on Route 14, nothing can survive the Stoddard Farm. It's a mess down below. You live in Craftsbury, Vermont, and if uh, if uh, if I was going to send something to you, like a, my grandma's coffee cake or something like that. Oh, would, yeah, it would be well appreciated. Yeah, would, I'm doing good. Would, uh, do I'm they glad know, you still have your contacts. I'll be down there. I'm going to come down. I'll look <laughs> you up. i got to bring some wood to Louis Ledoux, my bat maker. Uh, I just finished a 129-chapter uh, book. 
600 pages with Scott Russell, the statistician that I've known for a long time. Yeah. We bury Peter Gammons. We bury Zimmer. We bury Jim Fanning. We bury McHale. And the guy that we really, in my, it leads to my next book, which I'm starting to write right now, and yeah. it's called 72. It's how baseball changed after 72. That was the last pure year of baseball because the designated hitter came in. Oh, in right, seventy three with uh, yeah Eddie Casco. We bury Eddie Casco. I, you know, I got he just I go, died. Casco, that towel chewing, rag shitting, slick fielding, it'll middle infielder. <laughs> <laughs> did you bury? Uh, did you bury Bill James? You remember when he got on the step on one knee and he'd be chewing on that rag? He'd be chewing on a towel, pulling the threads out, and then chewing them up. And I'm going, that guy's eating that towel and he's shitting wash rags. <laughs> Eddie Casco. Yeah, we'd bury him, too. He just died about, he did. about 15 days ago. Yep. Now, here's two things. Okay, first of all, I have a joke. I just have a joke that I want to share with you because you're my pal. Okay, yeah. and all you guys because you're all my pals. Yeah. And I'm on my medication now, so everything's happy. Oh, finally. <laughs> yeah. uh, God. So this guy, is a, he's a, this is in the 60s, right? He's going to the drive-in with this girl. He really likes this girl. He gets her in the back seat, you know, of the drive-in. Yeah, they're, they, they're coming back. And he, they're, you know, they're going out, getting all sweaty. And then they, they get all done. The guy says to the girl, he goes, goodness gracious, sir, if I'd known you were a virgin, you know, I would have taken more time. And she says, oh, fuck, if I knew you had more time, I would have taken off my pantyhose. <laughs> hey. That's my joke of the week. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's not much happening. Uh, it's, uh, don't worry about a thing, boys. It's, it's all going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be just fine. All right, now here's your test, uh, Spaceman, because you, yeah. you are, if nothing else, cerebral. Uh, but this is a kind of a, a lifestyle quiz, and these are th- topics you should know about. Seven questions. you got to get four right to get a passing grade. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. Who is the all-time Major League Baseball champion in the history of the game at on-base percentage? Wow, on-base percentage. All-time history, 482. Uh, that little guy who uh, leadoff hitter plays left field and he throws throws uh left and he bats Ricky Henderson. Oh, that's a great guess cuz he he did walk a lot, but this is a, yeah. this is a guy you know you knew, he's no longer with us. All-time on-base percentage. Wow. We Willie Keeler? Ted Williams. No shit. 480 <laughs> 482. Second is Babe Ruth. Oh, wow. They're home run hitters. Yeah, they Man. walked them. They walked them. I was going right. for the ping hitters type guys. Yeah, yeah, the bad, the, the Judys. Well, actually, Ricky Anderson hit a lot of leadoff home runs. Yeah. Them. I thought Ricky Anderson, I read somewhere, he was on base percentage. He had an amazing on base percentage. He did. Too. But Ted at 482, only 48 out of 100 times. Uh, here's question two. Let's see how you do on this one. Name the ingredients of a tequila sunrise. Well, grenadine. Orange juice, tequila, ice, a little uh, slice of lemon. Well, lemon, it says maraschino cherries, but I'm going to give it to you because you got the important shit in there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good stuff. Yeah, maraschino cherry. I think that's mostly for women when they drink them, right? Yeah, that's the one thing I would leave out. I would put a slice of lime on it. Um, Who recorded the hit from 1968 called The Age of Aquarius? 
This is the dawning it's of the, the age, age of Aquarius. Like the fifth edition, or yeah. no? Oh, oh, yeah. Should we give him fifty percent on that? Yeah, yeah. The fifth, the 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 uh, fifth, fifth dimension. dimension. Fifth dimension. That's the one. Yeah, I think he maybe he should get half. I got half of it. Yeah, half credit. <laughs> All right. Who were the two? Who were the two quarterbacks of the undefeated Dolphins team that won the Super Bowl? Oh, Morrow and uh, Greasy. Yeah. And by the way, that party in Maine we went to, that golf tournament, remember Earl Morrow yeah. was walking around looking like hell? <laughs> oh, God, he died the next year. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, oh, Gero Upremian we used to be there. Yeah, he was ben there. Hendrick, yeah. he's still alive. But Ben Davidson, he passed. Oh, he was huge. He was huge. He was the best. You know, he was the he was the. What was he? The guard in uh, Maryland Chambers is behind the green yes. door. Yes, he was the he was the the doorman, the uh, the, the body doorman. Yeah. Who crushed the football. What a freaking flick that was! <laughs> <one. laughs> uh, let's see here. Okay, we got uh, three more. You ready? Yeah. This is a difficult question because you have to remember back Bill Lee's debut game in the major leagues, his first appearance ever in a major league uniform. It was against the Cleveland Indians. And in the fourth inning, Bill Lee came in, and his very first batter that he faced did what? I know what he did, and he walked. And yes! It would be, uh, it would be uh, that damn, uh, what the hell was his name? I know it. Left-handed hitting ca- catcher. Huh? He was the catcher. Number he nine. Lay his nuts on uh, on Tion's chin when he was <laughs> on the training table. <laughs> Ted Simmons. Duke Sims. Ted, Dick Dick uh, Dick. Oh, what the hell was his Duke name? Sims. Huh? Duke Sims. Duke yeah, Sims, Duke, number nine. Yeah, Duke. What a nasty guy. You know, he hit a he was. ball down the right field line, and it didn't kick up chalk, but it may have. And. Flaherty, the old umpire, signaled at a foul ball. He ran all the way down the left field corner and bumped him and didn't get thrown out of the game. Jesus. He was a nasty man. There's no question. He was a nasty man. The next guy hits a home run off a foul. Uh, Tony Horton. Yes. He wrenches his back. They have to take him out. The first two hitters cost me 10 minutes. And then comes up Ken Harrelson, and he hits a ground double ball. Play. Double play. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sims goes to third. Horton was out at second. And then Max Alvis struck out, and that was your first inning in the major leagues. Yeah, I struck him out on a high curveball. I mean, he swung yeah. right through it. I, you, I think you, when this, that game, you went four innings, gave up one run, and uh, they were you were already behind when you came in. But your first ever game. Now here's the here's the second part of that same quiz. Yeah, your final batter you faced in the major leagues, 1982, right? Yeah, uh, against the Dodgers. Yeah, and he was um, became a manager. I jammed him. He hit a, a flare single, drive in a run. No, the last guy you faced? I thought, well, maybe that was the next to the last guy I faced. In the eighth inning against the Dodgers, Garvey flies yeah. out, Sosha grounds it, out. Yeah. and then Baker, wasn't it? Bill Russell. Oh, Bill Russell, you're kidding. Pops out to first. Okay, got in his kitchen, popped him up. So, <laughs> hey, I, my, that year, I had the best stuff I ever had. You know, they got rid of me right when I started coming back. I know. They, they were pissed off at you. I think it had to do with the union, didn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. We had the big strike here in 81, and I was, uh, I was the head guy. Marvin Miller and I were best friends. Yeah. Uh, one more, and this is it. This is yeah. the final question. You have one, two, three, three and a half. You have to get this one right to pass. Uh-huh. How do you say in Spanish, I want to dance with your wife? 
bailar con uh, un mujer. Muy well, that's <laughs> <laughs> Quiero bailar con tu esposa, or yes, esposa, mujer. Mujer, woman, yeah. Mujer's esposa, a wife, yeah. right? Same thing. We're going to give them mujer, the dance. I didn't know you were you, your wife. That's why I called her a woman. Gonna... <laughs> I want to dance with your woman. Because <laughs> how can you know that they're married, actually, right? Yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, yeah. it's it's been great talking to you once again. It's been a long time. We always love having you on the podcast. Well, I want to tell you one story. Sure. I found out that Richie Allen was going to be in the Hall of Fame, and I found this out recently. They took Watson off the alumni committee, and they put Dombrowski in his place, and Richie Allen lost by one vote. Oh, because of Dave Dombrowski? Yeah, because of Dombrowski. That freaking, that natty-dressing son-of-a-bitch-and-hairdo guy, <laughs> and they took Watson off, and Watson would have voted for Allen, and Dombrowski didn't. Yeah, because you know, Dombrowski probably doesn't even remember Alan, you know. Uh, oh my God! You think of the guys, and I'll tell you who else should be in there is Minnie Minoso. I just read about Minnie Minoso's numbers. He's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, he's definitely he definitely should be in there. Tony Oliva, Louis Tion, Bill Matlock, Richie Allen. You're right. You're right. You're naming the Almost Hall of Fame bar, brought to you by Bill Lee and Mikey Adams. I'll be there, pal. You know when you open that, I'll be there. We're gonna leave everybody with the song from Warren Zevon. Spaceman, you take care of yourself. I will. Love you guys. Bye. Stay out of trouble. Most kids sit on your ass and nod at stupid things. Man, it's hard to do. But if you don't, they'll screw you. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't like And sometimes I say things I shouldn't like